it wasn't funny. It's just it's not, I have no I don't know how to react. This is the problem. I just don't know how to react. It's not even like a, that was absolutely crazy. I have a headache. I'm overwhelmed. It's too much. I'm going back to sleep. I'm done. It's like when you watch something tragic happen and you can't you can't help but to laugh because you have no other reaction. No, you, don't. you have zero reaction. What Holy the shit, bro. Take a breath. Oh. Take a I'm gonna need to do some like yoga or something oh, after this. God, I can see why I'm so sorry. So yes, we are sorry. Yeah, very sorry for making you wait for us to watch that because that shit was crazy. That was the most chaotic 20 minutes of television I think I've ever seen. Yeah, no, I've never seen anything like that in, in, an, in 20 minutes in the episode. And this is the oh my god. I don't even think this is going to be a structured conversation because this is just going to be. We're just going to ramble. Just, we're gonna ramble. just keep going. Just go. Bear with us. I have seen 20 minute segments of television that are very chaotic. Yes. We've seen it in succession. For yeah, example. we have. You know, the episode three of last season. Right, right, right. It's crazy. Exactly. That entire episode was crazy. Entire episode was crazy. But like to start to finish <laughs> 20 minutes in an episode to captivate people and not even captivate people because 20 minutes is easy, right? Like it's quick. Yes. But to make 20 minutes of an episode as significant as this did and so much to happen in the space of what was actually 20 minutes in like real time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, sometimes you watch 20 minutes and a day will go by in an episode. Like this was actually 20 minutes in the life of the people who work at the beef. Bro, what the f I, I don't even I don't even know. I don't even know. So much anxiety, just like straight angst and like you, you're like you feel like you're crammed in the kitchen with them. Yeah, no, you because the camera kind of makes you be a it's like you're there with them. Yeah, it's like you're it's you're like you're working. documenting. It. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, bro, anywhere that I step, I, I'm going to step in shit. Do I shut it off? Yeah. Do I turn it off? Like, do I you know, do I keep going? Do I keep rolling? You like, What to. do I do here? Yeah, bro, you have to. <laughs> It's like watching all of that. Oh my god! And it's like, and it's like those little angles, you know, the ones where um, it goes under the the shelves. There's yes, a, under the shelves, it's like, okay, I'm safe here. But then you turn, nope, someone's gonna bump me here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no matter where you turn, it's chaos. Like oh it's chaos god. everywhere. And the craziest thing about this episode is usually it's the people who have their heads are the most chaotic. Sydney. And Carmi are the two with like absolutely losing their shit. Every they have turned everybody else around, but they can't keep their composure. Insane, like absolutely insane. I know Richie had a little bit of part to play in like creating the rallying them up, but like it's Richie, like you know what I yeah. mean. Like this is to be expected at this point. Mm -hmm. It's nothing new. Yeah. But holy shit, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> the fact that Tina was like calm. Yeah, and Tina like, was the calm. I think Tina was the calmest out of all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tina was the calmest out of everybody. Tina and Ibra. Yeah. They, they like Loki <laughs> steadied the ship. Marcus is out here doing God Damn, knows what. Oh my God. And like, I kind of get, I kind of get what he's doing because he, that, there were so many little storylines. Yeah. I think it kind of showed um, Marcus's ADHD, I think, to, to an extent because he just wanted to focus yeah. on the, on the donuts and getting yeah. that perfected. So yeah. he, he just, she shut everything out. Yep. The man, she, like, when you're so focused on one thing, that's all he wanted to do. Yeah. It's specifically that. And he didn't realize what the entire thing was, ha the entire dynamic that was going on. Yeah. He I, I think, I mean, I think he had a hard time realizing the gravity of the situation. Even though, like, Carmi, like, Carmi doesn't really yell like that because, you know, the whole point of Carmi's character that we had seen is through his development, he has been treated the way that he was treating everybody in this episode. In mm -hmm. like when he worked at the French Laundry and like coming up as a yeah. chef, all that. So his he's been making it a point to not act that way to people. 
And Marcus has failed before, right? Like Marcus has forgot what the exact situation that's happened, but Marcus dropped the ball before. And he's had a straight up conversation with Marcus and like being like, yo, I, you, I 100% appreciate you like experimenting on stuff, but like we need, we also have stuff that we need to get done. And like, you know, like I think they use the analogy at one point is like, you see this place and like, it's all on fire and you just like keep working or like whatever, you know what I mean? Or, and, and then it's, I, I, I saw that happening and I was like, this is a train wreck because Marcus is, is not grasping the situation and Carmi is going to blow up at him. And I like what we saw is exactly what happened. Yeah. I think the ADHD is part of it. I also think part of it is like Carmi has created, and this is the hard balance of running a restaurant, right? Is created this love for some people now in yes. what they're doing. But now when you create such demand for the quality of your food, you have to meet that. And balancing both is like, super impossible with the resources they have. Yeah. And they were doing a new system with the to-go orders. Yeah. The to-go orders and the tablet and Coming the Coming off a review about a dish that they don't even have that they don't even have on the menu. Yeah. It was a perfect <laughs> storm. It was a perfect storm. It was a perfect storm. And, and like it was so in your face <clears throat> what was going to happen. Like through the intro of it all, you, you could predict that everything oh. was going to go mm -hmm. to shit. As soon as it went to handheld, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, here, yeah. We <laughs> here we go. Yeah, you called that. <laughs> but, but, but like, as soon as you start reading about the, the dish, it's like, oh, okay, that's good. You see Carmen's trying yeah. to pass by it. And then you see Richie talking about it and like, oh, dishes that we don't have. And you're like, bro, this is going to go to shit. Like, this is going to go to shit. You, you get your name in the paper, like... That's what happens with all these like viral restaurants nowadays in the day in the age of like TikTok and whatever. People go, this thing blows up, and then like the next few days, like they can't even fulfill all the orders because they don't have the right ingredients, they don't have the the capacity, they don't have the manpower, all that stuff. Um, and it's hard to deal with, but you know, it, it's a it's a tough situation. But it was super interesting the way that Carmi just like absolutely snapped. He, he completely changed. Yeah. In like five seconds yep. it was just a switch it was nuts it was just like turning on on and off yeah it just yeah i don't know where it just boom i think he has a hard time telling people like straight like don't mess this up like sometimes he can do that but like i think like this situation with sydney with like the the dish that she gave to the person you know he was pissed off about it for different reasons whatever and he just let it slide and he was telling her it was all good and everything obviously in his brain i think he knows Stuff can go wrong here because people come looking for this dish. We don't have it. Um, all that stuff, you know, this can create a lot of demand, all that. And he was just trying to, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Until shit starts to hit the fan. And then all of his emotions and everything that he's thinking up. blows up. Yeah. And that's what I saw in that episode is just like, it all came to a head. And the second that it, it like, he realized they weren't going to be able to meet demand, he starts pointing the fingers at at everybody and then everyone starts pointing fingers back at him yeah. and everyone's like yo you're shitty you're this and then it, it goes to crap mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. yeah and then um what did you specifically think of sydney in this situation um because i think we saw her do things that have completely changed um her character and when we were first introduced to her mm -hmm. what she said to richie um, she obviously we know Richie is you know not perfect no one is perfect in no. the show but we know Richie is going through a very rough 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 right. rough rough patch and she just says she, some ripped, things. Him. she ripped him yeah. absolutely ripped him to pieces yeah which I don't think you should do at a work environment but specifically since it's a family business and you know what else you shouldn't do at a work environment mm. stab somebody <laughs> 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 I think I think literally bro like you saw 
the two people who have handled this pressure the most crack, like mm-hmm. absolutely crack. And then blame one another. And blame and one another. leave. Yeah. And, and I think with Sydney, from her perspective, right, she recognizes that some of the things, like what she did with the dish maybe wasn't right, right? And I think she was trying to get Carmi's approval of it. And she's done this a couple of times where she tries to get Carmi's approval. He's not 100% approval, but he's like, yeah, I get it. You're, you're helpful. You're helping. It's fine. But we need to be on the same page. The thing is, she's in this situation. Here are the things that I see wrong with what Sydney did, right? She walks into the situation trying to amend all this with Carmi right before open. They're doing all the prep for the day. And she's like, are we good? Are we good? Are we good? Yes, chef. Like, bro, you think we're going to ha- hash this all out right now within 20 minutes to, to get everything ready? Like, there's clearly a lot of work that needs to be done before the pre-orders and all that shit starts happening, right? <laughs> before all that, all that, all that starts happening. And then, you know, Richie comes in and he starts, you know, poking at her and being like, you know, oh, how did this accidentally happen? Like, what's your angle? Clearly, you have other motives and yes. all this stuff. And, you know, I, I don't think that she was trying to do anything nefarious, meaning like, I don't think she was trying to harm the beef or Carmi or anybody like that. However, I do think that she does want some recognition. And I do think that she thinks her ideas are good and that they should be implemented. However, I don't think she's thought all of these things through. And if we go back to some of her um, like past, right? The, the, her story is that like, she kind of started her own business, took out these loans. And then like the man was too big. She wasn't able to she, maintain it. Yeah, she, she doesn't trust the process. She does that. And she also gets way in over her head. Mm-hmm. Like she, she does, she skips steps. Exactly. Like she doesn't trust the process. Like there's things that you need to do to be able to get yourself stable and actually handle what's coming at you. And she jumps some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she said something to Car- or Carmi said something to her. It's like, I told you that dish wasn't ready. And she was like, what does it have to do with anything of this? And I get what she's saying. She's like, why does it have to do with anything that's happening right now? But at the same time, it's like, bro, Carmi's telling you that dish is a banger. 100%. That bish, that bish, that <laughs> dish is what gets people in the door. But what you didn't recognize is that that dish was going to create so much demand that we were not ready for. We're not prepared. Yeah. And, and that's the piece that like. You don't have time to talk about in all this chaos. No. You don't have you don't have any time to do it. And I think that like she now is starting to feel because of the way that Carmi reacted, which I think very negatively. I think Carmi could have like taken a second and collected himself because I think he should have. Yes. Um and she started to feel all of the same pressures and stuff that that he felt that they both felt when they were in the food industry working for these fancy restaurants that have these abusive head chefs that have unrealistic expectations that treat it like, uh, you know, the military in terms of like how they do things. And I think she cracked and I think they both cracked for similar reasons, but were not on the same page to help pick the pieces up. They just, they just couldn't think it through. They couldn't think it through. It was, they, when they saw those orders come in, that's when the Carmi, Carmi tried. He was like, okay. And then he was like, 200, 200 something beefs, right? Get yeah. this ready. Put, put everything we got and let's go. Yep. But then it was the yapping, the, the constant yapping of everyone. Mm-hmm. And no one was getting, and no one was getting no to their was, positions. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, and that's when he was like, guys, what the f- are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. go. And then everyone just, yeah. it, it was just a roller coaster. Just but a roller again, coaster I, down. again, I think his success, right? Like the success that we've seen in this show where Sydney and him have been able to change the attitudes of people is one on one, is being able to re- be like, yo, like, and not yelling at them, but being like, hey, listen, I, I get what you're trying to do right now, but this is what needs to happen. And this episode, that did not happen. Like, 
she has been kind of the Richie whisperer in a sense where I think she's been able to level with him on some degree. There's been a little bit of animosity, but they've been able to keep it cordial. This came out of nowhere and she snapped because of all the pressure and everything that was happening around her. And I think that she was tired of being made out to be the, the bad guy or the enemy. Right. Um, from Richie, from Carmi. I think she's feeling that from Carmi, bro. And the way that like, oh, my God, there's a couple of shots and scenes that I think scenes. It was one fucking scene <laughs> um, that really stood out to me that I think we're like kind of defining is like when she's sitting there by the locker. And she's the the look on her face. It was what we were feeling at the end. Straight up, just you're just smiling and laughing because you're like, "This this shit is ridiculous." You don't know anymore. Yeah, you're just you. You don't have any. You don't have any answers. You're just no. You're defeated. You're done. Yeah, you you have no. It's that like it's like laughing is like this um this reflex, of like you you just feel this emotion or like stuff is happening and you have no idea how to react. It's like, that was a natural reflex. She's just like smirking to herself and being like, I'm done. Like, I can't, I can't do this. Um, and she called Carmi a piece of shit. I think rightfully so. I think that's when he recognized too, that he was being an asshole. And I think the next shot that I think that stood out to me was right after that, when he takes the donut off the floor mm-hmm. and, he eats, and he eats it. And he's like, damn, that was good. And I think like, <laughs> again, like these are the moments that he recognizes when he's being an asshole. Yeah. And oh man, so good, yeah. so so good. There's so many. I feel like I could watch this episode like 13 different times and pick out different things. Mm-hmm. But like honestly, my brain is like chaos because it's just so much to happen that was hard to pick up. Oh my god. We saw um Marcus, yeah, with his donuts and, and Throw throwing the the tray on the table, Put kind of undoing his apron. He gave up too. Yeah, it was the same thing that went with said. He just gave up. Yep, he was done, and. Um, obviously no one was thinking in that, in that moment, right. Um, kind of looking at it from our lens and our perspective, I watched this. I think Carmi, obviously they were talking about the chocolate cake. Maybe Carmi could have been like, yo, screw the chocolate cake. You're working on the donuts. We're going to give him donuts. This is what we have. Mm-hmm. Let's just do that. But you, I don't know. You just, you just can't cause it's, it's the menu, right? You, you can't. It's the, the menu. It's the menu. And also like. You just got this massive publicity. Mm-hmm. You have to make good on it. Like this is your shot basically to like make good on it and continue your business. But if you fail, like that's going to reflect poorly on you too. You know what I mean? I think that's the the pressure that he's cracking under. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's crazy that like, I think the three most talented cooks and people who are in the kitchen, like cracked. And I mean, it was, it was Carmi, it was Sydney and it was Marcus. Marcus was the one that, you know, Carmi's been mentoring and whatever. And I think he's a little bit, you know, he's got some focus issues. He's got his head in the clouds a little bit. But like what Carmi said to him, really, I think he took to heart mm-hmm. um, and I think he feels defeated. And I bro, I'm just so curious. I like, just wonder what the aftermath I, of that's that what situation I'm saying. is going to turn out. Like it, it just like, do, are we going to get into this episode and it's going to be like uh, that day or like the next like I, I just need or to the know. next week or are we going to take a time jump? Bro, I have no idea. I it almost, is the last episode of the season. Yeah, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I honestly... I love you all. I want to finish this discussion so we can watch the next episode. <laughs> I, I can't sit here anymore with the anxiety of what I just witnessed and keep talking about it because I just need to see the resolution. I'm sorry, but this is chaotic. This is chaos. This is oh my gosh, crazy. Oh, so so crazy. I can't believe Richie got stabbed. That's crazy. I can't, I can't believe Sydney stabbed him. Yeah, that's but, crazy. But look at that though. Like 
That's the pressure. The pressure, yeah. And them not liking each other. Look at the dynamic in that. And um, Richie telling her, "Oh, you're moving, uh, like you're moving ahead. You know, you're trying to you're trying to take us out of the business." Yeah. And then physically, she does stab him. Mm-hmm. You know, does is there a connection there? Is that something that Richie yeah. will actually take up and be like, "Hmm." I think there is a point on that that I'll say that that is a, sim- a symbolism thing is the conversation with Richie and Sydney. Um, where he's talking about like you're trying to get rid of the poor man, I think is a uh, almost like a reflection symbolism for himself because everybody else has kind of gotten with the program and has changed things up and all that. Richie's kind of been the one that's left behind and really catered to the way that things were before. So in the way where he's telling her like, oh, you're just you know shitting on poor people and you don't care about them is almost him saying like, you don't care about me and you guys are moving fast and like moving beyond me and 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 you know, not, uh, you know, including me as part of this in a way, I think he does that to himself, but I think that's kind of the message that he was, he was conveying is like, you know, you, you are all taking something that I loved and ruining it in a way. And, and it's like reflecting on me, which I thought was, was pretty powerful. I don't think Sydney recognized that in the moment, no. um, because I think she was just taking all of it as shade, but Oh my God, bro. Yeah, everyone was a mess. They need group therapy. Yeah, no, everyone does. Everyone needs group therapy. <laughs> thousand percent. Y'all need a t- team building, yeah. go to like a ropes course or something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something. And I love what I love about this show so much is that it just shows the imperfections of humans and just how we are as yeah. one another. Like, there is no, we're, we're, we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to say like messed up things to one another. Mm-hmm. But what really counts is the aftermath of this situation. How yes. do we come back to, how do we recollect and come back and work together? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like this is the people you work with. What do you do after? Mm-hmm. Cause at the end of the day, we gotta, you know, we gotta better one another. Is that going to happen? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, oh my God. Absolutely crazy. Craziness. But um, with that being said, y'all, thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode. <laughs> Thanks for uh, bullying us into reacting yeah. to this again. <laughs> Hope you guys liked our reaction and we'll be back. Trust us. We'll be back (laughs) for episode eight. We're literally about to react to it right now. (laughs) See you guys soon. Stay beautiful, y'all. Peace.